is the main event. What you gonna do? If you're some man, best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. Woo! Yeah! Who is I am the game? Costoco said so. Oh my god! What I'd like to have right now. Rest in peace, Waterrush. To be the man, you gotta beat the man. Are you ready? Everyone has a price. Yeah, I've come here to fight. Sandy innovation here. Let's go to our ring announcer. Introducing your old school pro wrestling nostalgia podcast, Beyond the He's got the whole world in his hands. 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 and gals welcome back to the pro wrestling nostalgia podcast beyond the bell here on the sns radio network i'm your party host sean beckerman back with you to bring you all things nostalgia in the world of sports entertainment tonight we once again bring you our tradition here on beyond the bell on the sns radio network as we celebrate the end of another year and get excited for the start of a new one we go back to reflect on the current day product throughout the year. Very rarely do we discuss the current product and what's happening on scene on Beyond the Bell as we decide to go back to relive the retro aspect of things. There are tons of podcasts, tons of shows, especially on the SNS Radio Network, that cover the current in-ring content. That's why I created a show to cover nostalgia, to go back and remember the best and worst of sports entertainment, professional wrestling, both sides of the coin. That's why I created Beyond the Bell. Now, I also decided to create a show that emphasizes the best of, but in a different aspect. Not just best of matches or moments, but the promos themselves. To go back to listen and respect the art of the promo. So tonight, this popular series returns as we cover the best promos of 2014. 
Typically, it's a one edition show, but there were a lot of promos, a lot of things to discuss. So instead of jamming it into one edition, I decided to bring you a bonus show as we're going to split it into two parts. So tonight is part one of the best promos of 2014. So after this quick break, get ready to go back to January, as this edition will cover the first six months of the year from January to June of the best superstars on the mic. Right after this quick timeout. Are you a fan of wrestling shoot DVDs, wrestling action figures, wrestling memorabilia? The SNS Radio Network is an affiliate of HighSpots.com. So when you go to the SNS Radio Network site, click on the High Spots banner on the main page, and it takes you directly to High Spots. Now, I'm not saying you need to buy something from HighSpots.com, but if you do, you're helping to support the SNS Radio Network by going through High Spots on the link on the SNS Radio Network page. And every purchase gives a kickback to the SNS Radio Network helping us keep all the programming here free for you. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. This is Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, Mr. Hall of Fame, 2011. And you are listening on SNS Radio Network. See ya. And I wouldn't want to be ya. Not your toy, toy. 2014 was an upswing year for the show-off Dolph Ziggler. And he did so by not just proving himself with his unprecedented and unmatched in-ring work, giving his body day in and day out, but he also stepped it up on the promo side of his character. And the most notable promos did not come from a Monday Night Raw or a Friday Night SmackDown, neither main event or superstars. It happened on the WWE app. On multiple instances, the show-off took that time to let the freedom of the WWE app interview style to show off or demonstrate his promo ability. And he did so by showing the passion, the love that he has for the business. And on January 31st, on the WWE app, we kick things off with the best promos of 2014 with an awesome promo by Dolph Ziggler. Standing by backstage here at SmackDown in Toledo, Ohio with Dolph Ziggler. Dolph, uh, unfortunately, he came up on the short end of the stick against Antonio Cesaro in that Elimination Chamber qualifying match. Uh, how do you feel? I'm uh, not exactly sure how I feel. I've, um, my entire life, literally since I was five years old, I've done things that other people not only can't hang with me, they, they just can't do. I've been a winner. I, five years old, I started wrestling. I lost my first match, and I pretty much won ever since that. High school, college, you name it. And it's not just the, the athletic ability that I have. I have this thing known as the it factor, where you can strike up a conversation with anyone. You can step into something that's not your comfort zone. You can go on a media circus for 12 hours, and you can still go to work on no sleep and go out there to the ring and do what you do better than anyone else in this business. And I know it sounds like I say it a lot because I do it 
every single night. I swear, every night, every night, I deliver. I deliver. And, and what do I get for it? I get pulled aside and say, hey, don't be so good. Hey, you're not doing this right. You're doing this wrong. But you know what? I've seen Monday Night Raw. I've seen Friday Night SmackDown. I know what's right and what's wrong. And if everyone is in my head telling me what's wrong, I know that I am right. Everything I do is to become better, the best ever. And I'm not going to stop until I reach that point. And I don't know if I can continue doing this. I've been told I'm a loser. I've been told I suck. I've been told I'm not tall enough. I've been told I'm too loud. I've been told I run my mouth backstage. You know why I run my mouth? Because if you can get in the ring with me, one person backstage, one person in the office, in the mailroom, a superstar, you name it. One person outdoes me in this business in any aspect. In the back, in the ring, at my house, I don't care. Surprisingly, early on in the year, TNA Impact Wrestling made a huge breakthrough announcement slash move in which they signed former WWE superstar and former IWGP Intercontinental Champion Montel Vontavious Porter, MVP, signed on with TNA after a long tenure participating in Japan. He surprised all, and him and Dixie Carter had their very first meeting on February 6th, 2014, on a special edition of Impact Wrestling. And from that point on, MVP being brought in as one of the co-owners of TNA, being able to have the opportunity and power to control all wrestling operations when he came on board, made his presence known from that very night and we witnessed once again why MVP was so great on the mic. Welcome to TNA. I have to say Dixie, it is an honor to be here tonight in Glasgow. In your regal presence. Well, thank you so much. Now, you've learned this much. Flattery will get you everywhere. But we have a lot of business to talk about tonight. And that is this great idea that I have to give up to you that you had to come out here in front of all of these people and share our vision for the future of TNA. Right? So if, if you don't mind, can I, can I start? Oh, oh please. Okay. Please. So, you know, it, it's very important that... Come on, people. Please have some class. Let us speak. Let, let, let's hear her out. Let's hear her if out. If we're going to start, we need to start at the top. And people, that would be your TNA World Heavyweight Champion, Magnus. And I can tell by your reaction, I can tell by your reaction that you all agree with me that he, in a very, very, very short amount of time, has truly accomplished everything that we all hoped he would, you know? Is that right? Yes, the dignity, the integrity, and the class. Every time he steps foot in this ring, sets a path that each and every one of you should try to follow. He sets the bar so high for his peers, for all of his fans. 
just that just high. Yes, he does. Well, amen to that, huh? But I'll say this too. Our company, no, not just our company, our nation, my great nation, and, and your little nation people, your little nation, Spud, your little nation too, and all the little nations around the world watching tonight, we should all try to emulate him in his greatness. Right? Okay, so no, 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 listen, people, listen up. I cannot hear myself talk. You're all wondering, I'm sure, where are we going from here, right? Where are we going from here? And the answer is quite simple to me, that if each and every one of you continues to follow my lead, if all of the men and women in the back continue to follow my lead, then we're all going to be very, very, very successful. Is that right? That's exactly right. Okay. Now listen, in, in, in my 11 years here, everybody knows that I've dealt with all kinds of investors and partners. Some have been good, others not so good, okay? And I'm really hoping you and I are going to make every single one of them never forget us. I'm absolutely certain of that. So we probably should talk about a few changes that we need to make too, right? I agree. We should talk okay. about changes, but, but so let, let, let me thinking. do that. Let, let me, let, let me. May I? May I talk about the changes? Partner, go ahead. Thank you. Dixie, in, in, in meeting you and talking to you and learning about you and all of the things you have accomplished, uh, I've discovered that you and I agree on so many things. Okay, I'm lying. We only agree on one thing, and that's that we agree to disagree. Dixie, you don't know a headlock from a padlock. It would seem that your mismanagement has almost single-handedly brought this organization to its knees. You have created a playing field that only you and your minions can play on. Well, guess what? My name's MVP. And if you think I came here to be a butler at a Paula Deen party, you are sadly mistaken. As a matter of fact, Dixie, your reign of terror is over. I'm saying it's over, Dixie. It's over. If you think I came here to be a passive, hands-off investor, you're wrong. I intend to be very, very hands-on. Changes will take effect very soon, Dixie. The party is over. Later that month, the immortal Hulk Hogan made his triumphant return to the WWE, once again signing a Legends deal, and it was announced that he would be the host of WrestleMania 30, the 30th edition of the granddaddy of them all. He returned on February 24th of this past year to Monday Night Raw, and he did it in only the fashion that the Hulkster can do. Well, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> yes, yes, he's back. I just want to let everyone all around the world in the WWE universe 
and especially as my witness right here in Green Bay, Wisconsin, brother. That tonight marks the turning point of my career because I am officially home, brothers. You know, 30 years ago, I was part of something very, very special. Something that turned into a global phenomenon. The first ever WrestleMania. You know, history was made that day, and history's being made right now with the launch of the WWE Network. That's why history is being made right here with everybody in the WWE Universe. And I'm proud to say my Hulkamaniacs were a huge part of helping launch the WWE Network. You know, all day long, I've been walking around like a proud Papa Jack, knowing that the then and the now and the future of the WWE is gonna be immortalized. You know, I can watch great matches with a living legend, Bruno San Martino. I can watch the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. I can watch 316 Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I can watch The Rock, Jack. But the most important thing is the then and the now and the future of the WWE Network. And the future of the WWE Network is WrestleMania 30, brother. And as this is the turning point of my career, and I'm so happy to finally be back home, I've got another huge announcement that I am the official host for WrestleMania 30, brother. So in closing, I've only got one question to ask you, maniacs. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when Hulkamania, the WWE Network, and WrestleMania 30 runs wild on you, brother? The Animal Batista blockbuster actor Dave Batista made his return as well to the WWE this past year. It happened two weeks before the Royal Rumble, in which he won that event, leading him to the main event of WrestleMania 30. But it wasn't quite clicking as much as WWE officials had hoped, mainly because the fans wanted Daniel Bryan to be the man to make it to the main event of WrestleMania and to be even be involved in the Royal Rumble. Thus, a huge blow to the WWE creative staff as well as the plans for WrestleMania 30 were in full effect as Batista versus Orton was the proposed matchup and the fans backlashed against this action. And in turn, what was supposed to be a triumphant and popular return for Batista became a negative one in which it was not Dave's fault as because the fans wanted the yes man Daniel Bryan to be in that main event. And of course, since the last time Dave Batista was in the WWE, he was a hated heel 
there was still some stigma, even though it was a couple of years ago, tied to him from that last run, in which, in my opinion, was one of the greatest. Therefore, I was so excited as we had some little hints being dropped of the return of the heel Batista, and it was basically stamped and set in stone that we were headed to WrestleMania with a heel Batista on a very special edition of SmackDown. Very rarely, (laughs) nowadays, SmackDown is noted for a special promo or match, It could be a forgettable show at times, but on November 28th, a special edition of Friday Night Smackdown, the Animal Batista came out and made it known that he was not the goody two-shoes they all saw before when he returned, but rather he was back, and he was back for money and back for the World Heavyweight Championship. It is a fact! that I can destroy anyone they put in front of me. Fact! I am the best representative of the WWE. That includes Hulk Hogan. It most definitely includes The Rock. I mean, I don't, I, I don't get it. What the hell has happened to this business? I mean, where are all the real men? What happened to the attitude? You chant the names of 195-pound wannabes? You scream, yes, 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 yes. But the truth is, no, 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 no. They will never be me. That's the truth. Deal with it. I mean, do you honestly think that your heroes are as good as me? Everything about me screams WWE World Heavyweight Champion. I mean, I get it. I can sympathize. You guys look at your heroes and you think, oh, he looks just like me. If he can be champion, so can I. You're living in a fantasy. So I need you to go back to your jobs at Hot Topic. Get out of your fantasy world. Get out of my world. From this point on, I will be systematically destroying each and every one of your heroes. On my way to the main event at WrestleMania to become WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Speaking of Daniel Bryan, 
it was around this time from early to mid-February that all the fans, all this, all the WWE universe, so to speak, were questioning whether or not Daniel Bryan would be involved in the main event. Would he be battling Sheamus once again? Would he be tied with some sort of pseudo-tag team match? Would he be representing himself with Hulk Hogan against an opponent? All these questions were up in the air, but there was one thing the fans made it known. They wanted Daniel Bryan to be in the main event of WrestleMania. Of course, with CM Punk walking out, it changed things a bit. And the rumors were that Triple H were f- to face Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Still not in the main event. A main event match, a part of the upper card, but not the main event. That was until Daniel Bryan occupied Raw on March 10th, 2014, in which we knew were finally WWE creative we're heading, in which Daniel Bryan would have to defeat Triple H at WrestleMania to earn a shot in the main event at WrestleMania 30, in which would turn the singles match into a triple threat match against Batista and WWE World Heavyweight Champion Randy Orton. And this all took place from Daniel Bryan occupying Raw on March 10th, in which an enraged Triple H made it happen. It was an unprecedented moment on Raw with all the fans surrounding the ring wearing the Yes t-shirts and Daniel Bryan cutting that heated promo that got him his main event title shot. The Yes movement is live right here tonight in Memphis, Tennessee! Yes! Now earlier tonight, Stephanie McMahon came out here and apologized. Did any of you think that was sincere? Yeah, me neither. (laughs) And you see, the authority wants to scare me into falling in line. They want to scare me into coming out here and apologizing for something I should have done a long time ago, which is kick Triple H in the face. But you see, Hunter, you can't have it both ways. If you want to be COO and be all corporate and come out in your suit and tie and all that kind of stuff, that's fine. But if you want to lay your hands on me, if you want to send people down here to beat me down, if you want to pedigree me, if you want to get in my face and you expect me to back down, I am not going to. I am going to fight! And if you want me to apologize for standing up for myself, I don't got two words for you. I've got one. No! And Hunter, it ends here tonight. Tonight is when it ends. Because we are all tired of you. 
You are not listening to me. You are not listening to these people. You are not listening to any of us. But tonight, we're gonna make it so you have to listen to us. Because tonight, the Yes Movement is in full effect, and tonight, we are going to occupy Raw. What? You heard him. What does that mean? I mean, occupy Raw. You see, I'm not gonna leave this ring until I get what I want, which is a match with Triple H at WrestleMania. And I know, I know that you've heard people say that all the time. They're not gonna leave this ring. But tonight, I am not alone. I am going to fill this ring. I am going to fill this arena. I'm going to fill this whole place with the Yes Movement right here. And I know, I get it. It's unlawful, it's dangerous, it's subject to prosecution, all that jazz. But I talked to some members of the Yes Movement earlier today, and I'd like them to come down here right now. Members of the Yes Movement. Because you see, we are not going to whoa, take whoa, whoa, it look, anymore. Look we are one. We stand together. We are united. And we Where's are not going to leave this place until the authority gives us what we want. Where's Isn't the freaking right? police? Isn't that right? Yeah. Isn't that what is going on? After his quote-unquote official heel turn, Batista heated up on the mic. And he did so by having another great promo as he went face-to-face with Triple H on SmackDown. Almost one month after the official heel promo. Because this is a fact, whether you cheer for me or not. I'm walking out of WrestleMania, the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. I don't care who I beat. Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton, Triple H. Actually, I think of all those guys, all of my opponents and possible opponents, I think Stephanie hits harder than all of them. I hope she's not in the triple threat. Let's just uh, leave my wife out of this, all right? Why would I do that? Why would I leave your wife out of this? I mean, she's the, she's the reason for this. She's the reason for the suit. She's the reason you're COO of the WWE. Actually, I'm, I'm pretty confident in saying that I don't think you'd have any of this if you didn't marry the boss's daughter. How's that working out for you, by the way? People don't need to worry about things like that. It doesn't really matter how I got it. You should just be concerned with the fact that I do 
have that power. Now, why are you trying so hard to make this personal between me and you? I'm, I'm not at all, not at all. I came back with good intentions, but you want to make it personal, stating that I'm living off my past glories. I'm living off my past glories. Well, let me, let me remind you of some of my past glories. Every time you and I have competed against each other, you've lost. And now you just want to implant yourself or Daniel Bryan into my main event at WrestleMania? The only reason I came back to the WWE was to win that title. And you're not going to stop me. That's a fair point. You're, you're actually correct statistically. I, I never beat you, Dave, in this ring. I have never beaten you. But that was a long time ago, Dave. That, when all of that happened, was when you were fresh off of standing by my side in evolution. When I had turned you into the animal, the hungry animal. But then your belly got full, didn't it? You got some success and you got soft, didn't you? You got success and you got lazy and you went and you quit. And you went to Hollywood where you sat in your chair and your assistant rubbed your feet and you ate craft services while watching your stuntman do the hard work. And then for whatever reason, you decided to come back here. Except since you've been here, I'm yet to see the animal. Have you seen the animal? I, I, I have yet to see the animal. Now, I, I don't know, I, I showed the world what I still could do a couple of weeks ago to Daniel Bryan. You remember Daniel Bryan, the guy you couldn't finish off? Yeah. When are you gonna show me what you can still do? Once Raw Backstage Pass debuted on the WWE Network, there were very few interviews that took place on the show, not just in general, but that were either even really noteworthy. They seemed to be mostly scripted and very short in every aspect. That was until Daniel Bryan showed up on the program after Raw and had one or cut, I should say, one of the greatest promos of his not just WWE, but his entire career. He had the full emotion coming off of Monday Night Raw that night, and he made it seen on Backstage Pass, bringing in his entire belief system in with the power of the authority in which he felt he was being taken advantage of. He made it known, and it was one of the very few Backstage Pass interviews that were very, very entertaining and you can say off the cuff. And once again, Daniel Bryan makes the list on one of the best promos of 2014. Daniel Bryan, what a huge night for you tonight. Now you know you have your match set with Triple H. You get that victory. You get that World Heavyweight Championship match. How, how do you feel right now? I mean, it, it's it's unbelievable. And the thing is, is it's not me, right? It's the people. And we, the people, have power. Right? That's what all these corporations and the government and all those people don't understand. We have the power to make change. You guys made that change, not me. 
and I am extremely grateful for it because this is my dream. And this is clearly what a large percentage of the WWE Universe wants to see. If I can beat Triple H at WrestleMania, I finally get a shot for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. And I'm gonna take the most, I'm gonna take every bit of that opportunity that I can. Did you ever think that the Yes Movement could have got bigger? It got bigger tonight. It did get bigger tonight, but you know what? Everybody can make change. And that's just not here in the WWE, that's anywhere. Anywhere that you guys wanna make change, you can make change. That is the power of you people. That's the power we have. There's a bunch of millionaires, a bunch of billionaires in this country, and they think that they have all the power. Well, guess what? They don't have the power, we have the power, okay? They wanna pollute our environment, they wanna hold us down, they wanna do all this stuff, including the WWE. We're not gonna take it anymore. We're gonna stand up and we're gonna fight and we are going to do what's right. Of course, every single year, we discuss the best promos of 2014 and we always include a clip of the best speech at the WWE Hall of Fame. Now this year, there were some interesting speeches. The headliner, the ultimate warrior, his speech was interesting to say the least with some many notable moments, but the man that stole the show was Jake the Snake Roberts. His entire speech was like a professional wrestling match. He took you on highs and took you down low. He brought you up and brought you down and then took it home and he made everyone, everyone feel what he felt that very night. And if you were crying, you weren't alone. All of a sudden, I forgot what I was going to say. say I've always loved professional wrestling and I've always hated ties <clears throat> and I've always loved the men that did professional wrestling because they're special men they're a breed of their own. Chipped in $30,000 overnight. It got my surgery and woke me up. It woke me up and told me somebody does care. I was given an innate amount of talent by God a long time ago. You guys got a little of it. I'm ashamed that I wasted a lot of it. But I am so happy tonight. I am so happy because uh, I've got some special people here. Family. 
I, uh, I have a hero. My hero is uh, 18 months old. He, uh, where's he at? Right there. Bring him, bring him up here. This young man has a sister out there. Look, he wants me to shut up. And uh, he weighed 1.8 when he was born. His sister weighed 1.11. They've had 10 surgeries each. They're still fed by tubes. And Vince, get your story writers busy because in 20 years at WrestleMania 50, this kid will be there. <laughs> Besides, he's already got the outfit, man. I'm not going to go on because, man, I, I, I want to start crying. I just want to get back with my family. With my, with my family, my girls and boys, please stand up, because you're my heroes. I love them. They gave me a second chance. God bless the WWE because they gave me one too. Thank you very much. Well, you never know who you're going to run into at Monday Night Raw, and I am pleased to have run into WWE Hall of Famer Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake, it is great to have you here. It's great to be here. Well, we did hear that over the summer you had some health issues, but you're looking great. So how are you feeling now? Looks can be deceiving. You know, I've got some issues that I'm dealing with, but... Uh, so grateful for the prayers and um, the help that I've gotten from the WWE and the, and the fan base. Uh, just it's incredible, man, the, the pouring of good wishes that come out when you need them. Um, we're still fighting a fight, you know. I've beaten cancer t once now, and uh, I'm ready if it comes back. Uh, they're dealing with a brain bleed. I'm just glad they found the brain. So, no, it's all good, you know. I'm happy. I'm happy. And if you've got happiness growing right here, what you got for me? Well, that's a wonderful message, and we wish you the best of luck in your recovery, and we hope to see you again soon. Shocking and sad turn of events. Speaking of the WWE Hall of Fame was the untimely passing of the Ultimate Warrior. Just 48 hours prior, being inducted to the Hall of Fame to be seen on Monday Night Raw live in front of the entire WWE Universe to then, 24 hours later, passing away due to heart failure the ultimate warrior will be remembered forever in all of the fans hearts but not only just the professional professional wrestling fans but the entire world as one of the most charismatic and out of this world personalities but the promo he cut on april 7th on monday night raw was eerie 
and legendary at the same time, in a sense giving his own eulogy before he passed. And this, of course, is one, if not the greatest promo of the year because of the sheer impact that it played on professional wrestling fans. Speak to me, Warrior! As I thought about what I was going to say this evening, it's been hard for me to find the words. That's... Oh. Oh, this is going to be great. Shut up, Boyer, and let me do the talking. <laughs> no WWE talent becomes a legend on their own. Every man's heart one day beats its final beat. His lungs breathe their final breath. And if what that man did in his life makes the blood pulse through the body of others and makes them believe deeper in something than larger than life, then his essence, his spirit, will be immortalized by the storytellers, by the loyalty, by the memory of those who honor him and make the running the man did live forever. You! You, 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 you are the legend makers of Ultimate Warrior. In the back, I see many potential legends, some of them with warrior spirits, and you will do the same for them. You will decide if they lived with a passion and intensity, so much so that you will tell your stories and you will make them legends as well. I am Ultimate Warrior. You are the Ultimate Warrior fans. And the spirit of Ultimate Warrior will run forever. member of the Hall of Fame. Another shocking turn of events during WrestleMania weekend was during WrestleMania itself as The Undertaker loses to Brock Lesnar and goes 21-1. and the entire universe was shocked by this action. Shocked by this 
turn of events, my mouth dropped as well. So coming off of this huge victory for Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman, the advocate for the former next big thing to the man or the one behind 21-1. and He had to have the best promo of his career in his back pocket, ready to go to make the momentum carry over from this huge and monumental victory. And Paul Heyman did just that. In, of course, arguably the best promo of the year outside of the historic speech by the Warrior we just played in terms of talking about in-ring storyline promos. Paul Heyman arguably cut the best promo of the year. Some say it was even Paul Heyman's best promo of his career. And that's saying a lot, especially since this year also showed the release of the Paul Heyman DVD. My name is Paul Heyman, but the promo Paul Heyman cut and addressed the end of the streak was by far one of the greatest. And honestly, I was debating about playing the best promos of Paul Heyman from 2014. In general, he had so many. But this could be, and I believe it was, the best promo from Paul Heyman this year. Let's take you back as Heyman discusses the man the one behind 21 and 1. My name is Paul Heyman. And it is the greatest privilege of my career to serve as the advocate for the beast incarnate Brock Lesnar. The conqueror of the Undertaker's streak. A streak that lasted nearly a quarter of a century. A quarter of a century that ended in three seconds at the hands of the conqueror, Brock Lesnar. I understand how you feel. You're in shock, which shows me your lack of intelligence because we hate to say we told you so, but ladies and gentlemen, we told you so! My client stood before you with a shirt. Now, here it is. I know how difficult it is for you to read, but it says, eat, sleep, break, the street and you had the temerity to doubt the strategy of the greatest manager in sports entertainment history Paul Heyman or the physical credentials of the most dominant athlete in WWE ever Brock Lesnar hey let's get one thing straight Brock Lesnar is not here to put smiles on people's faces. Brock Lesnar is here to shock the WWE Universe and put tears in the eyes of children. But now that you know all the headlines, 
Let's go a little bit off page and shoot from the hip, shall we? Five seconds after walking through the curtain at WrestleMania, The Undertaker collapsed. And as all the, oh, I know you don't want to hear this story, do you? It's a little too real for you. So as all the paramedics and the doctors are panicking and there's chaos backstage, the most ruthless man that's ever had the pleasure of meeting me, the chairman of the board, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, left WrestleMania and rode to the hospital with The Undertaker. The Undertaker is being treated today for a severe concussion. He came this close to a broken neck, this close to a cracked skull, and the greatest thing The Undertaker ever did was not getting his shoulder up on that third F5 because if he did, he would have had a broken neck. Brock Lesnar would have cracked his skull Brock Lesnar was prepared to beat on The Undertaker to such a degree that the complexion of this television show would have changed tonight because Brock wasn't done until the streak was dead. Here's what really gets to me. When the match was over, John Bradshaw Layfield and those two other things that call themselves announcers stood up and gave a standing ovation along with 80,000 other people in the Superdome, Superdome Hogan, not Silverdome, and gave a standing ovation to The Undertaker, gave a standing ovation to the guy that lost the fight. Here's what I don't understand. Brock Lesnar always taught me in every fight there's a winner and a loser. Well, last night, The Undertaker was a and the winner, whether you like it or not, was Brock Lesnar! But since this is supposed to be the wildest crowd of the year, you should all feel empowered because each and every single one of you is exactly like every single member of that WWE locker room. You're all a bunch of wannabes. When Brock Lesnar walked through that curtain last night, nobody gave him a standing ovation. Everybody looked down. Do you know why? Because nobody respected Brock Lesnar, which is fine for Brock because Brock respects nobody. He barely tolerates me, and he certainly doesn't respect someone who's gonna fly in from around the world to sit here on the Monday after WrestleMania trying to get noticed on Worldwide TV! So notice this, okay? There's a lot of people in the back who sit there and say, I could have been the one 
to jump from the ring to the octagon. But Daniel Bryan never fought in an octagon. John Cena never fought in an octagon. The Undertaker never fought in an octagon. You know why? They're all wannabes. Brock Lesnar is the one! There's a lot of people who wanted to be the NCAA Division I Heavyweight Champion, the Ultimate Fighting Champion, the undisputed WWE Heavyweight Champion. The Rock never pulled that off. Hulk Hogan never pulled that off. Stone Cold Steve Austin never pulled that off. Know why? They're all wannabes. Brock Lesnar is the one! And then you got a bunch of guys in the locker room last night coming up to me saying, Hey, Paul, I could have been the one to break the streak. I could have beaten The Undertaker. So why didn't you? Randy Orton didn't break the streak. Shawn Michaels didn't break the streak. Triple H didn't break the streak. You know why? They're all wannabes. Brock Lesnar is the one. Because Brock Lesnar is the one in 21 and 1. I'm sorry. Are you saying what to me? Oh, I forgot who you are, so I'll say it slowly for you. Brock! Gentlemen, there are WWE Hall of Famers, there are legends, and there are WWE superstars. And the key to that is that they're all plural. They're all lumped together, and then there's only one that stands head and shoulders above the rest on a platform of his own. There's only one beast incarnate. There's only one conqueror of the street. And there's only one Brock Lesnar. The next night on Main Event Live on the WWE Network with the momentum carrying over from WrestleMania Hangover, The Shield dominating their opponents at WrestleMania, the New Age Outlaws and Kane, carry the, that momentum through Monday Night Raw into Main Event Live on the network. Roman Reigns, a part of The Shield, was, you could say, the quiet one of the bunch with Seth Rollins being the architect and Dean Ambrose being the lunatic fringe, the powerhouse was Roman Reigns. He did his talking in the ring. But we kind of saw a glimpse of the charisma that Roman Reigns can have on the mic if he's not scripted so much on that night on main event, April 8th. This may be a promo, an interview that 
some of you may have forgotten, but I made note to mark it down to put on tonight's show months and months ago, because to me, these are the glimpses I see when someone could be a superstar behind the mic. Like the glimpses I saw for John Cena behind the mic. When I saw the glimpses of Kurt Angle, how he could be behind the mic. I see certain things before The Rock was huge. There were glimpses like this I saw of The Rock behind the mic speaking and cutting promos. And I saw a bit of this from Roman Reigns. I haven't seen much of it since, but I saw a bit of it on this night. Maybe you'll understand what I'm talking about after this clip. But right at this point, when you hear Roman Reigns speak, you can see the potential of someone with charisma giving promos behind the microphone. He just needs to translate that over more on a regular basis in big-time, big-event situations. But take a listen here as Roman Reigns cut one of his best promos of his career from this point, definitely of the year. Renee, do I look like I'm faceless, baby? Cajun Dome. Do I have a name? What's my name? Triple H, my name's Roman Reigns. And I'm the guy that speared you on Monday night. And I'm standing right here. I mean, is there any sense of worry about retribution? I mean, Roman, you speared the COO of the company. Look. We know exactly what we did on Monday night, and we understand that there will be consequences. Let me tell you something. We are prepared for war. From the moment we stepped foot in WWE, our cause has been to fight injustice, and there is no greater justice in the WWE than the authority. Triple H fired the first shot. He put out a hit on us. We're going to find her the file shot. We are going to own this war. You can believe that, and you can believe in the shield. Another superstar that I could have had a separate show dedicated to the best promos of the year all by himself was, of course, Bray Wyatt. Along with Paul Heyman, you can list promo by promo by promo of some of the greatest in professional wrestling to date. And 2014 was continued on with Bray Wyatt's success behind the mic. And his WrestleMania main event match was against John Cena this past year. And he cut some of the best promos of his career against the leader of the C-Nation. And on April 14th, 
just a week after his loss against John Cena at WrestleMania 30, Bray Wyatt cut another historic promo on the future Hall of Famer, John Cena. Society as a whole has become this vile and putrid thing. You do as you're told, so says the man. <laughs> you see what they want you to see, and you feel whatever it is they want you to feel, but I am different. Where you see a blank canvas, I see a beautiful painting. And when you hear silence, I hear symphony. I have a thousand faces and a million names. Seducer, accuser, destroyer. And you, you may call me by whatever name you see fit, but know this and understand that I have never once lied to you. But we all know who has, don't we? Hell, John Cena has made a career out of lying to you all. He earns your trust hidden behind his porcelain smile, but don't be fooled. He is no man, he is beast. And don't you worry about a thing, kids. I'm, I'm not gonna let him do this to you anymore. I got him, I got him right where I want him. Up against the ropes, on the edge, and all he needs is that one last little push. <laughs> Abigail shall be my sword through this crusade, but I do not wish to slay this monster. Not yet. But right now, I just wanted to come out and play. After mm -hmm. WrestleMania, we saw the surprise return of Evolution. This time, a three-man trio comprised of Triple H, Randy Orton, and Batista. Without Nature Boy Ric Flair, they went into a heated rivalry with The Shield following Mania 30, in which we saw at the end of this feud, Seth Rollins turning his back on The Shield shocking the entire wrestling audience. This was the official split of arguably the greatest trio to come out and debut in the WWE in years. But the one good thing to come out of this was the opportunity to see the individual personalities of each superstar. Like I just spoke about Roman Reigns earlier, a man in a different aspect that you know is a solid promo is none other than Dean Ambrose and the promo he cut on Seth Rollins on Monday Night Raw from June 9th was quote unquote a sick promo thus displaying how good Ambrose can be behind the mic. Get a hold of yourself yeah. Dean. Dean Ambrose trying to calm down, calm down. The shield was untouchable. 
And we will go down in the history books as one of the greatest groups in sports entertainment ever. We dominated WWE, we beat everybody. Even Evolution. But we weren't healthy. We had a cancer inside of us. Little did we know and that cancer's name. That cancer's name was Seth Rollins. History is full of people like you, Seth. Everybody in this building knows somebody like you, Seth. The kind of guy that would stab his brother in the back. Suck up. He would sell out to the authority. Now, when I get the opportunity to rearrange your face, which I will, Your nose isn't going to be here anymore. It's going to be over here. By your ear. I say ear because you're only going to have one left. I'm going to rip your dirty, stinking hair out by the roots. I'm going to stuff it in your mouth. There'll be plenty of room where your teeth used to be. Seth Rollins. My brother. You are scum, and we are looking forward to what that scum has to say tonight. We want you to stand out here in this ring in front of the whole world and lie through your teeth. We want you to stand out here in the middle of this ring in front of the whole world. And we want them to hear Triple H's words coming out of your mouth. We're going to listen to every word of it, and then we're going to beat the hell out of you. We flip the switch back to total nonstop action. Impact Wrestling. Very few moments, like I said, I consider to be top promos from Impact for on a yearly basis to be considered to be a part of this show and on this list. But the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, made the cut with a passionate promo. A promo that I had to go back and see as I didn't watch Impact Live that week as many weeks I go back to watch after the fact, but I heard the internet buzzing over this promo, and that's what triggered it for me to go back and watch it online. Tommy Dreamer's passion was displayed from this promo, the confrontation he had with Dixie Carter on the June 19th, the day after my birthday, on the June 19th edition of Impact Wrestling was historic. It gave you goosebumps if you were just listening to the passion of Tommy Dreamer.
And now you may speak. Dixie, first of all, thank you for having me. Personally, you and I have always gotten along, but what I'm about to say is all business. And a lot of times when I see your business, it leaves me scratching my head. And yes, we had a business disagreement and then it blew up on social media. But face it, social media has changed the face of professional wrestling. Hell, it's changed the face of television. My point is actually, it's funny, we first met on Twitter. I said to you, hey Dixie, congratulations. You DM'd me, you invited me to your home with your husband, with your kids, and we sat, watched a football game, and then we discussed about me coming here. I do not remember that. Okay, well then, you and I put together one hell of a pay-per-view called Hardcore Justice, and it gave myself, some hard-working men and women from ECW closure. You sat in this ring, drank beers with all of us, but the most important thing that you did that night, you did it for each and every one of them. You did it for the wrestling fan. And what happened to that woman who sat in the crowd with the audience? What happened to that ever so gracious host that thanked the fans for coming to her events? She's the same woman. She's the same woman. I leave TNA. I sit home. And at times, I'm almost embarrassed to say I'm a professional wrestler from the crap I'm watching on television. Because what you, what you need to realize is your decisions not only affect the hundreds in the back, they affect the thousands in attendance, they affect the millions watching at home. The entire wrestling industry wants this place to explode and be supportive of this company because you have hard-working men and women that would die for you. Madam, I got you. I got you. But instead, you come out here and all of a sudden it's the Dixie Show. Yes! And it's not called wrestling it's called TNA impact wrestling if you want your own reality show go pitch it to Hollywood because the last time I checked you're not a wrestler and it's your responsibility to give the best product each and every week on television and yes, I run a small little wrestling company called House of Hardcore. 
I travel the world and I listen to the fans and I listen to the people and they tell me how wrestling has affected their lives. They tell me how doctors have said, hey, you are dying from cancer. Watch wrestling because it can help you fight. Because when you get knocked down, you gotta get back up. And Dixie, how I know they're still good in you because I watched a wrestling moment happen. You see, my greatest moments are with my friends, with my girlfriends, and with my father. And I don't have him anymore. And at Slammiversary, I sat and I watched that skybox of you with your father, with your mother, with your husband, with your kids. And you saw Kevin Von Erich put the claw on and you exploded like a little fan that you used to be. And it for one moment in time was not about you, it was about us. So Dixie, damn it, for once in your life, remember what we wanna watch. And for once in your life, do the right thing. The choice is yours. The wrestling business relies on your shoulders. Please do the right thing. Like I mentioned previously, once the Shield split up, Dean Ambrose was on the loose. And I could not wait to hear him on the microphone. I could not get enough Dean Ambrose on my WWE TV. And on June 20th, Dean Ambrose cut a backstage promo that exemplified why he is so exciting, not just in the ring, but also on the stick. Seth, I would be the one. Stop it. Don't talk. Just listen. And be on your toes. Because every time you step in that ring, every time you hear the bell, every time you step out from behind that curtain, I want you wondering... Is tonight the night Dean Ambrose gets even? Could be any night, but it is going to happen. You know, Dean, it's man, it's a shame that you got to battle with Demon Kane later tonight. Or I would love for you to come down here right now so I can kick your teeth down your throat. Shut up! Don't do that. I don't buy that, just don't. But listen, when I'm done with Kane tonight, I'm going to focus all my energy on you. And you and your new buddy, the demon, are gonna have plenty to talk about when I send you both back to where you both belong. Hell. We'll wrap up part one of the best promos of 2014 with another shocking return. This time on June 30th, halfway through the year, we were told on Monday Night Raw that a multi-platform artist was returning to Monday Night Raw. And of course, the rumors were being known that The Miz was coming, coming off filming the Marine Four, and was returning back to WWE television. So that's what we were expecting, and that's what we got. That was until, in the middle of the Miz's return promo, the lights went out, and Y2J made a shocking return, which in turn led to the start of his feud with Bray Wyatt. 
like another store promo of Chris Jericho's and in Chris Jericho fashion one of the best promos involves very little words from the man himself but the sheer moment of this is considered one of the best promos of the year as of course Y2J never ceases to shock us every time he returns and then and only then something to say Chris what did you come out here to give me a lifetime achievement award 
Oh. This is 2012, Chris Jericho, where you come back for three weeks, don't talk, in your stupid light bright jacket. Oh, now you're gonna take off the jacket. You know what? How dare you, Chris? How dare you deprive these people of a moment to watch me shine? Do you have any idea how important I am? I'm the Marine, damn it! I'm an actor! I'm a movie star! I'm a box office draw! I'm a. to say these words, and I'm gonna say them right here, right now, tonight. Welcome to... since you left, Chris. Sister Abigail! You guys, Y2J has become Wyatt2J. Yeah, the question is why? Why are the Wyatts doing this to Chris Jericho? We just wanted to walk them back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. Hey guys, it's me, Mr. Money on the Mic, Jeff Jackson. Are you feeling down in the dumps because you live outside the United States and maybe you can't get the WWE Network? Maybe you'd like to watch Netflix from the American region. But since you're in another country, it doesn't work for you? Well, I've got the solution for you. The SNS Radio Network is recently affiliated with UnblockUs.com. If you go to the SNS Radio Network page and click the UnblockUs.com banner ad, you can sign up to get a VPN. Not sure what a VPN is? Well, it basically protects your identity online. Basically, it gives you an address online where the content you want becomes available. Here's how it works. When you click the link on the SNS Radio Network banner, it takes you to UnblockUs.com. And from that link, you can sign up for a free one-week trial you decide to sign up afterward it's only $4.99 a month and when you think about it that's great savings $4.99 a month allows you to watch American Netflix or any region of Netflix that you'd like to watch and here's the biggie folks if you don't have the WWE Network you live in the UK you live in another country outside the United States unblockus.com can set you up for $4.99 a month with a VPN that will allow you to have access to the WWE Network and all regions of Netflix and you can watch it on your PS3, your Xbox 360, 
any device you have, you're able to use with unblockus.com. And the best part about it is I'm not just talking about this. I'm using this service myself. So once again, go to the SNS Radio Network, click on the Unblock Us banner, and from there, sign up. And if you do that, you help to support the SNS Radio Network as they give a kickback to us to help keep all the shows on the SNS Radio Network for free. Once again, unblockus.com, giving you freedom online. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. Old school fans, the battle lines have been drawn. Beyond the Belt presents the Monday Night War. The rivalry between WWF Monday Night Raw and WCW Monday Nitro. This five-part series takes you through the history of the Monday Night War from the inaugural battle to the historic simulcast. This edition covers it all. Relive the greatest moments and superstars of the war. So buckle up and prepare for war on Beyond the Bell as we present the Monday Night War. Exclusively on the SNS Radio Network and btbcast.com. Every week was a battle. Well, fans, that wraps up part one of our two-part series looking back at the best promos of 2014. We will return in just a few short days to bring you part two as we enter in the new year. 2015, we celebrate this past year with the best promos throughout this entire 12-month extravaganza of professional wrestling content. Part 2 will discuss July through the end of the year into the end of December and the best promos all throughout the latter six months. Yes, funny moments, shocking moments, sad moments, all involved in this year's promos. We'll talk about the surprise return of The Rock later in the year. Vince McMahon Dow, Brock Lesnar winning the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, Dean Ambrose continuing to shine on the mic, John Cena showing his promo ability once again, Bully Ray stepping up towards the latter part of the year, the surprising emergence of EC3, Ethan Carter III on TNA, Triple H channeling Teddy Long, more of Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, some debuts, some bizarre superstars, and we cover an innovative promotion that debuted in October, Lucha Underground, and I'll discuss a promo that got me hooked into the promotion. All this and more in part two of our best of 2014 promos of the year. Connect socially to Beyond the Belt at BTBcast on Twitter as well as Facebook BTBcast at Sean Beckerman, my personal account, ringannouncing.com, BTBcast.com, SNS, RadioNetwork.com. You got to find us in any of those avenues. Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, you can listen to us stream live or archive all of our shows all the way dating back 130 episodes and counting. Beyond the Bell is an institution, folks. So let's wrap it up and take it home with some old school music. 
We're not going that old school this week as we're discussing this past year. We saw the return of MVP to North American television, and in turn, he debuted with a brand new theme mixed in with his previous WWE theme, but of course, honoring his time in Japan. MVP returned with I'm Back in TNA Impact Wrestling. So we'll take it home with MVP's TNA theme as he did debut this past year and was a part of our best promos of 2014. So until part two of the best promos of 2014, this is your party host, Sean Beckerman, signing off. Till next time, stay old school, my baby New Year friend. Three seconds, referee, slap the mat.